break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Stephen Lewis. And we are Doctors Nutrition of Texas, where we help you with nutritional solutions for your common health issues. We are excited to bring you another fascinating show this week on irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, I know that many uh, people... You can sit on the thr- throne of knowledge and <laughs> contemplate that one. Well, many people suffer from this type of thing, or maybe they don't know that that's what they have. But irregardless, we're going to help you with a lot of gut issues that you could be having and some possible solutions to those. So, Dr. Lewis, why don't you go ahead and take it away with uh, why our colon is running away? I think Janet picked this subject (laughs) because she associated that with bad bowel gas, which is not necessarily uh, IBS. You know, there's there's a big issue about... uh, is it IBS or celiac disease? You know, there's a lot of other issues, you know, gastric ulcers and sometimes even anemia can cause some of those things. But, uh, you know, there's always a good GI doc or internist that can help diagnose these things. But generally speaking, if you'll follow these rules, it can get much, much, much better. I didn't take my digestive enzymes today at lunch and Janet gave me the look. So maybe she'll think I have IBS later because digestion's not the same. So when I'm talking about this, it could be celiac or IBS, um, a lot of things. But, you know, don't be shy about seeing your internist or GI doc uh, if these suggestions don't work. Uh, I had a question the other day, and it was on Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis, which I wish all of you would just go ahead and sign up and, you know, uh, join it. It's a private Facebook, something or another. Janet's trying to make me understand all this technology. But it's a way that you can ask questions and other people can kind of look at it. And you can join that by sending me an email to Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at drsnutrition.org, where I can add you if you're not already Dr. Lewis's friend. Because I wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> but there was this lady from up around Branson, and I've known her for about 35 years uh, when they lived down here on Lake Cherokee. Uh, she asked, could we do anything with celiac sprue? And so I wrote her back and, you know, told her what it was and the main thing that she needed to do about it. Well, the main thing she needed to do about it is probably something she's not going to do because I see what she posts on Facebook as far as her recipes, and it's all the things that contain gluten. The best thing, well, one of the major things you can do for good health is go low gluten or no Gluten, and that's not just true for IBS or celiac. That's true for many, many other things too. Uh, gluten really is what it is. It's a protein part of wheat and somewhat oats, barley, and rye, which would include beer, folks. 
I really don't drink very much beer, but since I'm a Baptist, I like to talk about it because it seems like I'm being kind of a impish little sinful guy when I talk about beer. I'm telling you, gluten-free beer doesn't taste good. I've had one and threw out the other five. Um, You need to give up gluten, and we have up to 40 times more gluten in our wheat than we used to, and Jack Spearco of the Survival Podcast says it's generally averaging four times more gluten, and he's the expert on that. And so four times more gluten means you have four times more problems. And the reason it creates a problem, it does damage to the small intestines. You've got little villi, which are millions and millions and millions of little finger-like projections that increase surface area for absorption. And the body, it kind of glues it, gluten, and it, it... kind of attacked by your body like it's an antigen or your body puts out antibodies and you've heard me talk about that with Hashimoto's disease Uh, and it can be also a lot of other autoimmune diseases like lupus rheumatoid Sogren's and and things like that even some other ones that we don't see a lot of Uh, so it's hard to know if it's irritable bowel celiac um, IBS or whatever but Get rid of gluten first and foremost. And since you have impaired uh, absorption because these little finger-like projections have been damaged and or flattened and scarred, you have impaired digestion or, or absorption, so you have to increase your nutrient level so there's a much larger amount available. <clears throat> One other thing I'd like to say is healing is really more about attitude and expectations and faith and whether you jump on the train and participate i've seen a lot lately where people are going to take care of their health at the 11th hour and they unfortunately die at 10:30 and that kind of bothers me but you know i've done the best i could so thank you to my good friend uh john in north carolina that keeps me encouraged when i do that and then i talked to a sweet lady in uh, beaufort south carolina melanie today she was very encouraging. I guess the best we can do is speak the truth and then pray that somebody can discern it as truth and put it into action. Because it doesn't matter what Janet and I tell you. It doesn't matter one bit until you put it into action then. And only then can it matter and help you live a better life. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get off of this. I'm getting... He's getting teary-eyed over here. <laughs> well, I had a friend die, and he did it to himself, and it kind of angers me. Well, you know, you talk about irritable bowel syndrome. It's a very common condition that uh, many people struggle with. It's st- statistics show that one in ten Americans display the symptoms of IBS, accounting for more than 2 million prescriptions and 35,000 hospitalizations every year. Ouch. It is also the second highest cause of work absenteeism after the common cold. So obviously we have bad gut health. We don't really know why. Uh, Bad diet. Our food stinks. Right. And, you know, when you talked about that, the other big offender seems to be dairy. You know, I Don't be talking about my ice cream, baby. I hate to mention dairy, but there's (laughs) 41% it affects colitis and ibs in people yeah if you've got ibs you 41 percent chance of dairy being the issue and wheat is 30 percent 
You know, it covers most of us. Right. And when you take so many things out, what are you left with eating if uh, you're getting rid of all the the good, the fun stuff? (laughs) I mean, really, people come in here and go, what can I eat anymore? Because it's like everything affects me somehow and it's bad. Just eat like we did out of the garden 50 years ago and, you know, just eat lots of vegetables, a few fruits and grass fed, you know, chickens, free range chickens, their eggs. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best to put my filter on. So, so far, it's... To eat like you're a farmer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm going to put my filter on so I won't say anything offensive. But Also, and I'm going <laughs> to offend a lot of people, chocolate bothers Janet IBS. said Janet told the waitress a while ago that I was uh, PMSing. I said, well, give me some chocolate and I won't have a problem. So, yeah. See, I don't have a problem leaving chocolate alone at all. I'm, I not, a, I'm not the female in our relationship. I had a good time at Halloween. I ate more candy than the kids <laughs> did. I felt hungover like, oh my God, the next day. But it affects 27% of people with colitis and IBS is chocolate. Uh, coffee, 23%. <laughs> so now you've got coffee and chocolate together. Have you ever noticed when the preacher goes from preaching to meddling? I'm just educating. Yeah. Nuts, 18%. And I can You're realize around that. You're them all day long, nuts. Well, you know, when you got pockets in the colon and then you get a nut that settles in there, then then you get some sort of infection going. And I've got the pockets in the colon, says the MRI, but I eat a handful of walnuts when I get home every day. Right. But they do affect your IBS, or not yours personally, but IBS and colitis. <laughs> Citrus actually affects it by 18% of the population. Tea, another 18%. Rye. 17%. Rye bread or rye whiskey? Just rye. Rye in general. Anything made from rye. <laughs> Don't mess with my buddy's rye whiskey. <laughs> Potatoes, 15%. Barley, 13%. And oats at 12%. Also coming in for the colitis IBS round are corn, which again gets in the, I'm sure, the pockets. Bacon. So now hey, we've hey, taken hey, out hey, coffee, hey. bacon, and chocolate. Hey, forget it. What's What's it worth? And eggs, which I find that's odd that eggs would affect uh, your colon and IBS. Well, a lot of times people um, develop allergies to such things. And I tell them it's not necessarily the eggs you develop uh, allergies against. It may be the bad eggs you're eating. And that's why it's imperative, like critical, 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 that you uh, supplement with good digestive enzymes and probiotics. People say, but I, I took a bottle of it. Well, every day they die in your intestine. You have to continually take probiotics, and I think it's very important that you take them every day, and I think it's most likely more important that you learn to ferment your food and do, you know, several spoonfuls of fermented food that's full of trillions and trillions of probiotics. And then and only then can you have a much, much greatly increased chance of your GI tract working correctly. But, Um, but Dr. Lewis... How many times have we heard that I'm having a good probiotic? We're getting it right out of my yogurt. And they're full of crap. Because constipation can be one of the symptoms or diarrhea. But most probiotics, they'll say active cultures, and it's, yeah, it does. But that's like throwing out 16 army guys up against a million bad guys. You know, you've got to have larger numbers is the point. And yogurt has dairy in it. And usually, what? High fructose corn syrup. So then it affects colitis and IBS, the very thing you're yeah. trying to avoid. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of yogurt. There are some that are better than others, but I didn't say they were really good unless you make it yourself. 
Um, and people say, what do you eat? I said, well, I ate a half an avocado for supper last night. Really? That's all you ate? Yep, that was it. We don't eat that much, and I'm still 10 pounds overweight. I just did that to myself here recently. Stress eating, so we eat out of stress. And guess where the serotonin comes from that causes us to want to overeat? It comes from our GI tract, or if you are stressed, it's not coming from your GI tract. That's something I created by the improper way that I ate. But I'm not like everybody else. I hear this every day, but I eat good. No, you don't. You can't. Some people eat better than others. Yes, that's true. And it's just not complete. So, you know, there's so much that we think is food that wasn't food when I was growing up. If you want to help your IBS, colitis, celiac, whatever you want to call it, don't consume hot dogs, gravies, luncheon meat, beer, mustard, ketchup, non-dairy creamer, vinegar, curry power, or seasoning. Because people say, but it's natural. They can say natural and it be MSG, and MSG is not good for you either. So there, there's so much stuff that's hidden in what we think is food, but it's not really food. It has calories, but not nutrition. I think it's interesting that, you know, people have or what they think is irritable bowel syndrome. Um, there is a difference between IBS, which is a completely different uh, condition that sounds very familiar, named inflammatory bowel disease there is a difference yes inflammatory bowel disease is actually an autoimmune disease that can have some very serious consequences that's why i said see a gi doc if you want it diagnosed properly see an internist Uh, irritable bowel syndrome even though it can cause debilitating pain is a functional bowel disorder ladies that doesn't mean your husband's a pain in the rear so get off that one i can see where they're going with that one (laughs) so so how do you know if you might be suffering from IBS? Here are some common signs and symptoms. Your husband's a pain. And it's abdominally. <laughs> and it can be just, just discomfort or distension, like bloating. Um, a spastic colon, where the uh, contractions of the colon actually are irregular. And painful, and I've seen it happen with people that were going through emotional problems, you know, like uh, divorces. You know, emotional stressors can do that. And that's why one of the things is our 5-HTP works real well. Gas, although cute to some, is not cute to (laughs) others and not normal for you to be doing that. Soon it's going to be Thanksgiving. Do not pull your uncle's finger. It's a trick. (laughs) (laughs) Diarrhea. Which most people are aware of that. Most of them that have lost their gallbladders are aware of that uh, because they attribute that to it's my gallbladder. So I'll get that taken out and they take it out and they still have the diarrhea that comes with that. And or constipation, which we all know. Where they alternate back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Yes. train storage. Isn't it? Well, we just all know <laughs> because some don't know. Even today, even though yeah, I think I've told this story a million times, there are new listeners out there. <laughs> That need to realize constipation is where you do not go 30 minutes to an hour after you eat a meal. And just because you've had one bowel movement every two or three days all your life does not make it normal. You should be going as many times a day as you eat, just like trains that would go through a tunnel. I've been pooping twice a week for 50 years. That's normal. 
Yeah. It's common, not normal. Right. You're eating three meals a day. That's like three trains. They go through a tunnel. How many should come out on the other side? If not, where are they? So that you are constipated. So, you know, the problem is I think that people don't relate a lot of things to the health of their GI tract. And there's, there's a lot of other problems that are associated with the guts. Arthritis is associated with inflammation of the colon. That comes from digestive disease science. That's a pretty good one. Allergies and eczema caused by an imbalance of flora. That means, oh, the good bacteria, which you have to continually put in there. And that's from Journal of Annals of Medicine, Journal of Lancet. But now, our MDs are really, really good at balancing chemicals. Um, They're not really allowed. I I think it's frowned upon to talk about natural uh, remedies. You know, God forbid that we as a nation start thinking that our body's smart enough to heal itself, which it actually is. And that's why natural or functional medicines not that popular, although it's getting more and more popular just by evidence of all the people in different states that seek out our help. So thank you. I, I'm humbled. Um, healthy gut bacteria uh, is actually used to treat skin infections. Well, how does the colon relate to the skin? Well, if you get the colon healthy and it's excreting the toxins, then it doesn't use that secondary system of the skin to eliminate that makes sense, doesn't it, if I put it that way? Right. And I think it's very interesting also that parasites can actually be a uh, condition that could be uh, simulating IBS. And people go, I don't have parasites. Well, we worm our animals, do we not? Do we ever worm ourselves? You know, they used to back in the old days. They'd give them black walnut tincture. No, America's clean. We have absolutely no worms here, so <laughs> some people think. And you're really right. And yeast is a parasite if it grows more than 15% of your GI tract. But it's really becoming, parasites are becoming more and more of a problem in the United States. And not that we'd like to admit it, but, I mean, that study's out of the American Journal of Tropical Diseases. This is not my opinion. Well, and one of the reasons we have parasites is because they have a toxic, slow-moving bowel and or constipation. Because the parasites, hey, this train ain't going nowhere. Let's just hop aboard. Let's live here because we won't be chased out. There's nothing going to chase us out. People eat fast food, processed food, and it begins to create that environment you talk about that helps the overgrowth because of the excessive sugar. Mm -hmm. Because excessive alcohol. Let's see how many people are hurt with that one. Because of excessive antibiotics. And because of chlorinated water, and that leads to intestinal inflammation. And that's one of the first things I tell people. You know, when they ask me about losing weight, I ask them, are you craving bad things? Which is generally a yeast problem, which is a parasitic problem. We put them on a parasite-type product, and suddenly they don't crave those bad things anymore, and their gut starts healing. And and do you know H. pylori? Uh, It can be associated with a wheat intolerance. And, you know, we had a lady, you know, there's so many people on the Internet that get information and know wisdom. But it says, well, so-and-so discovered that H. pylori causes ulcers. And I said, have you ever thought about why everybody else has H. pylori and it doesn't cause ulcers? Hey, let's think a little deeper here. Could it be lowered immune system and what causes that? It goes back to gluten and wheat is one of the major culprits in that. It's not the only cause, but it's certainly one of the major ones of inflammation of the intestines. Yeah, H. pylori is actually very much mimics um, 
the IBS type symptoms, the bloating and gas and all that kind of stuff too. Burping, belching, gastric reflux. Which leads me to this week's question for the week of a product to win. I've made this one harder, so you guys are going to have to listen to the answer for this one. And I want to see y'all buzz my cell phone at four something in the morning. I think it's hilarious that y'all are up that early. I don't even get up that early to go squirrel hunting anymore. <laughs> I'm enjoying these contests we have to see how many people are actually listening and uh, are excited about winning a product. And, and this one. We're is, excited that you do it too, folks. And I think I've decided to start doing different products that you probably have not heard of instead of the common ones we usually give. And this week we're starting a different one on this, this one. A product safe for anybody that wins it. That's correct. Uh, the product that you will win is DGL Plus, which what is it? It's a combination of herbal extracts designed to support a healthy gastrointestinal tract. Folks, I didn't even know what the product was, so she surprises me every day, all day long. <laughs> Keeps me young. Well, I'll probably have to use uh, Dr. Lewis's big brain over here to say the what kind of licorice it is. It's deglycerized. There you go. Licorice. Big brain. Extract and it has aloe vera in it, slippery elm. Aloe vera cools the heat of inflammation. Right. So if you if if you got IBS, you got a hot gut. Yeah, that's Chinese traditional Chinese medicine. Janet, you're brilliant. She took a lot of those courses though. Hot guts are not attractive. A hot body is attractive, but a hot gut is not attractive. I thought it was a big gut, not a hot gut. Yeah, this is a hot gut. (laughs) We're gonna calm down. Marshmallow is in it. Soothing. Yes, and not the kind you roast over the campfire. And a scorble a pomatate, which is a fat vitamin C. Volume, yeah, fat soluble vitamin C. But what it does is calm and cool the gut, or we give it to people for irritable bowel or H. pylori. So the question that we have is if tea makes your stomach feel better, but water hurts it. What could it be a sign of? And people are going, we didn't hear this. So Yeah, we've said that word several times. Yes. So the, the answer to the question is H. pylori. So if you don't know if you have irritable bowel or something else, go try drinking a little bit of tea and see if your gut calms down. If you have the acid reflux, because that's where irritable bowel starts is in the stomach. So acid reflux, if water makes it worse... And tea makes it better, then why would tea make it better, Dr. Liss? Well, because the tannic acid suppresses H. pylori. So the answer is? The answer is, I will not grow up and I will not grow old, but I will age gracefully with a big smile. <laughs> oh, did I get diverted? And for you guys that want to win the DGL, uh, the answer is H. pylori. So it could be a sign of H. pylori if this uh, water makes it hurt and the tea makes it better. You know what Janet said the other day? She said, I was six gallons of crazy in a five-gallon bucket. I know not of what she speaks. Right. Okay. And (laughs) if you're wondering about, you know, well, I don't know what I have. You know, y'all have thrown out so many different things here. I may be constipated. I may be eating wrong. I may have poor digestion. I may have parasites. I may have H. pylori. Well, there's a quick, easy way to figure out what's wrong without you having to guess, which guessing never seems to work well, and Dr. Google will always give you the wrong answer. Oh, yeah. Dr. Google's a self-guided tour to death. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Okay, it's only prostate cancer when you Google your problems. Well, that's true. I had a prostate and cancer all at the same time. <laughs> um, Google said it. It must be true. But you can do our <laughs> low-cost lab work across the United States so that we are not guessing at what's wrong with you. Because very many times when people run their lab, we see they have 
horrifically poor digestion, which when we just put them on a really good digestive enzyme, it, it corrects it. We see they have low chloride, which means poor digestion, which means, oh, parasites can live there because they can't live around chloride. Chloride kills them. The stomach acid in the body will not allow them to live. So if you have very low stomach acid, then, hey, you're setting up house for them. You could have high liver enzymes, which tells us, hey, my, my liver's not functioning, all connected sometimes with the gallbladder. So, you know, why guess at what's wrong when you could actually do lab and find out and probably take less products and get to the source of it a whole lot faster? So if you are interested in knowing why, go to our website at a cut above naturals with an S on the end dot com and fill out our health survey where we can help figure out what lab needs to be run and stop the guessing. We send you locally to a lab that's right down the street from your house many times. Unless you're in Wyoming or Montana, then you have to drive to Timbuktu. That's always always right down the street for them anyway. Even (laughs) though they drive 45 minutes an hour, they're doing it everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, But then Dr. Lewis can get that lab back, and he does not charge to go over it. So this invaluable information that you're hearing from him and learning is all complimentary because he truly does care about helping you with your health goals. This sweet lady in Beaufort, South Carolina, says, you know, I kind of feel guilty about not paying you. Is there some way I can add some money on your website? I said, no, just send somebody else in to get well and pray that I have the energy and good attitude to continue to do this. Generally speaking, uh, I live life like somebody left the gate open. And if you don't understand that, call your country cousin and ask him what that means. Uh, somebody has, left the gate open. Is that, I don't, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I'm from a bigger city. Can you explain that to us people that were not brought up in the country? You remember seeing those calves the other day that was going into the new pasture in front of their mamas that were jumping and kicking their heels? Oh, new territory. Yeah, Janet. Janet really is not a country bumpkin, although she married one. But she looks down the high lines to see if they're deer and pigs, and she reports back, "Oh, there's deer." Uh, I fully natured her against her will, but it's always, always, always doesn't matter what your problem is. You've got to fix the GI tract, and it's about mucosal permeability, and 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 it's you know sometimes kids that get antibiotics early in age, like say for an ear infection. They have a greatly increased tendency toward ADD, ADHD, and that's not me, folks. That's from Journal of Clinical Pediatrics. I love our medical doctors. God knows they've saved me more than once. Uh, But if you have taken antibiotics, you've given your children antibiotics, it has a lot to do with whether your child has colic or whether they cry a lot. Probiotics, probiotics, probiotics. And we can help with that because you kind of have to tailor the probiotics to the person because there are differences and different ones that you need. Um, and, and it helps systemic diseases, including the gastrointestinal, but also urinary tract, colon, cancer, and cholesterol. So, so it, it's, it's not normal that you would need to take some sort of a um, stool softener or something like that on a regular basis i have you know i'm just saying that because a lot of people come in and say oh i always have to take a laxative then i go to the bathroom right is that is there something wrong with that well yes but you know they may have inherited some bad genetics or it may you know those intestinal villi may have been laid down and killed and there there are two things you probably need uh fiber 
is very, very important, and that works for many, many people. And the other one is a stimulant. And then there's some people that need both. And yes, your GI tract can heal to some degree and get better and have a lower dependence on such things, but you always need the fiber. But, yeah, there's some people that still need that every day and will from now on. But the digestive enzymes and stuff like the DGL works wonders to smooth and cool from the stomach all the way through. Well, it's just like going to a big box store and taking something such as... Oh, hate to name names, but something Don't that, name names. Something we'll that might be non-organic. Something that sounds like uh, antifreeze in your car. <laughs> something that's readily available at a lot of the big box stores that people take to make their bowels move. No, uh, eat, eating nuts and bolts and paper clips. That, <laughs> that works like fiber, right? So you want to make sure that you get organic or as nearly close to organic as you can it helps. so that you don't have pesticide residue on the products that far outweigh the benefit you would receive from the fiber itself. Because at that point, you don't know if it's the fiber making you go or the pesticide making you go. So we try to make sure we tell people to do organic type fiber. And we have fiber here if you're looking for that. We have a clearly fiber that just dissolves. Uh, in your coffee or drink. Oh, you're not having coffee because you got irritable bowel. That dissolves in a little bit of water and helps that go down. We we also have a bulking type uh, fiber. So. Yeah, and you have soluble and insoluble. We'll figure that out. Janet puts it in my drink every morning, so, and then she says I'm full of it. It's like, I can't be. I know you take care of that for me. And I know uh, you guys probably listen to a bunch of our shows, and we probably talk about this product all the time, but it is literally one of the best things you can do is the digestive enzymes when you eat. And the, our favorite favorite is a product called Alzheim because it has ox bile in there, and it helps you break the foods down, and it actually stops uh, a lot of the gas and bloating. And if you're really, really bad... Uh, there's a product that we use. Um, it's called DAO. Dr. Lewis will have to tell you what the initials stand for. But it takes the inflammation out of the foods, all it's of the an foods. antihistamine reaction. It works right. real well. I'm going to get more and more into that. I'm putting more people on it because it works real well. You don't have to suffer with it is what so, I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, to fix your guts. You know, it's a long-term thing. You have to make a commitment. You got We call it the four R's. Remove the toxins. R, remove toxins. Two, replace digestive enzymes. Three, re-inoculate with probiotics. Number four, repair the gut leakiness. So if you do that, you know the people that give us five-star reviews or the people that did the work for a year, two years, three years, like Janie in North Carolina – and she says, oh, you're just so good. I said, Janie, honey, you did the work. So, and Rob up in Michigan, I never talked to him, but he keeps doing this stuff year after year after year. So, folks, it's about investing in your health so you can live life like the gates open and you can kick up your heels because you have the energy to do it because you do feel like coming and slapping your wife on the rear <laughs> patting her on the rear and hugging her and remembering why you married her 30 or 40 years ago and maybe she'll remember why she married you because oh my god there's the husband i married he's got the energy and with that <laughs> i don't sorry. even know how to cut you in this. i was just thinking about slapping you on the rear so <laughs> we really appreciate you listening to this week's show uh patting <laughs> again Thank you. We appreciate all of our loyal listeners out there and our and our loyal customers. And if you're not one, hey, sign up now. Come see us. Thank you, and you guys have a blessed rest of your week.